Good evening. It's the first episode of October 2023. Ooh, spooky. I realize this is gonna be. I realize it's gonna be a scary episode. Ooh. <laughs> I'm shitting my pants right now. <laughs> Hey, if you think that's scary, next Friday we got Red Man hanging out to fucking kill us. <laughs> yep. Uh, cue the roll call. Cue the roll call. <laughs> I love that voice. Keep doing it. Connect. Loading. Perfect! Showrunning Super Savant! Level up! Bluecaster, Super Ichi! Loud and online! Greycaster, Robolane! Researcher of the Tokuverse, Ultracaster, Gar! A spark of courage, the power of dreams! Orangecaster, Globalsoft Perka! Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger on air. Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode four hundred and fifty-six. Ah, episode Mini Kyogre, of course. <laughs> I know this one of the two forms is Luminion, but I don't remember which one is which, and I don't remember the other name. Finion. Okay, yeah, cool. We're at over a thousand Pokemon now. I think we're officially at the point where literally no one can be expected to remember them all by heart. Wait, oh, someone does. Wait a minute. That, that's how you pronounce it? Finneon? Is is it not? It's Finn and Neon. Is it not oh. Finneon? Yes, it could be that. I thought it was always like... Oh, well, yeah, no. Oh, I guess it would be No, no tell, me what, tell me what you thought. Finneon. Now I'm curious. <laughs> Are you about to say like Finnoin? No, I thought it was always like Fred. Uh, <laughs> Fred. Fignon. I thought it was like a French thing, like Fion. <laughs> Fignon. Fignon. Fillet Fignon. I was about to say Fillet Mignon. Anyway, if you happen to be tuning in for the first time, welcome. We are a school of fish who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider Super Sentai and a third thing. <laughs> and welcome everyone to something that we've been meaning to do for a few years now. Oh god. Welcome to Booktober 3 Heavy Shell. <laughs> I was so tempted to make it like a Turtles movie joke. <laughs> All right, well, no, yes. Also, why wasn't that a crossover? Beetleborgs and Ninja Turtles? I mean, we got... That makes more events. We did get Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, but it would be funny if the Beetleborgs did, because the Japanese version is from Heavy Shell. <laughs> Back to the comics you go. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they would have more in common being comic-based. I know I'm probably being silly and dumb, but I just have to... <laughs> Whoa! It's a it's a it's a, it's a caught footage picture of Jeremy. 
All right, here's a headline. White Spider-Man. What the fuck is that? Is it like Beetleborgs? Teenage Mutant Ninja Beetleborgs? (laughs) They look like they transform into the vehicles. They look like... Do you guys remember Dice? Yes. Yes. We dynamoers in the sky. See the diamond pilot in the eye. Come together, time to digitize three letters. <laughs> Four letters. <sighs> I remember what it sounds like, but not the actual lyrics. <laughs> on the actual, um, on the subject of songs to do with with bugs that are. <laughs> All I can think of now is calling all spider. Oh, right? that that show was way better than it had any business being. I actually I know, watched it. Really, I watched really enough cool. of it to like the, the part where like the bad guy became the good guy. You know, they had that kind of trope going on. Yeah, yeah. They did that. Uh, but yes, October three. Why is it called Heavy Shell? Well, it's because for October we're talking about the original source material for Beetleborgs, which is Juco B Fighter. Yeah, which translate which Juco translation is heavy, heavy shell. Yeah, heavy armor, heavy shell. Which, close enough. And but yeah, like we <laughs> which, haven't. Which, I, I don't know if we've actually said it, but yes, Emily got a plushie of spider kumonos, and it's adorable. I I don't know why I keep posting pictures of it. I apologize. It's just I've never actually broken and gotten like a Sentai or Rider plushie before. And apparently, the one got the guy to break me was Jeremy Russ here. I still want to get the one of Yanma with the like hoodie that looks like the suit that's on my fucking wish list. Yeah. All right. Well, yes, it is the start of Borgtober three, and instead of talking about actual Beetleborgs, as Gar mentioned, we're talking about the source material, Juco B Fighter. So our topics oh, yeah. for this week are Common Rider Gotchard episode five. King Oger, episode 31, and episodes 1 and 2 of Juko B. Fighter. I just realized, did we do Borgtober because of the Universal Monsters parodies? Probably. Like, of, of the support? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I honestly don't know why we chose October to do Beetleborgs. I, guess. I think it's just because... in a haunted mansion. Yeah, because of the monsters. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, like also Borktober just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, also, we just wanted to talk about Beetleborgs. Yeah. Also, so, I just love Beetleborgs. Where's my Beetleborgs DVDs? Damn it. Also, we oh, just right. don't. Go to print. We also Come just on, don't. Marie. We also just don't do theme months as much as we used to. Yeah, that's true. That's yes. very true. Said Mister Guy who handles the schedule. Hey, hey, next year we're doing something a bit more different, a bit more unique. We're All still right. Still doing April, though. Okay. Gotta keep that trend going. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, this year for Borgtober 3, we will not be covering the entire show of B-Fighter. <laughs> well, I fucking mainly, hope not. Mainly because it's fucking 53 episodes. Well, yeah, so it's a whole show. We're just covering the first half. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to do, like, bits and pieces throughout the series. No, 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 no. Are we... Like the, well, first half, mainly because that that's as far as we've gotten so far in the streams. I was hoping to at least... And, I was hoping we'd get to see the episodes with the white! Blast the Beetleborg! Blast the Beetleborg! And also Shadowborg. 
<laughs> we will see Black Beat. Cool. We will see okay. Shadow Bork. All right. Cool. All right. Well, before we get into actual episode discussion, we got some news to talk about. News mode. So yes, uh, first bit of news is yes, they, money. you're you're gonna have to give them a lot of it. We'll get to that. So yeah, we talked about uh, the Gaim 10th anniversary stuff happening, and now we have the official release information for the CSM Genesis driver, and it's actually kind of an impressive package. So the belt itself is actually significantly improved. I think my favorite part about it is the LEDs at the the bottom part. There's actually a hundred little LED lights in it, so it like accurately recreates the effect of like it filling up with soda as the henshin happens. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it uses a brand new mold, is painted to match the prop in the series. The lock-on arm uses die-cast zinc to give a luxurious look and feel. Um, by changing the internal structure, the sound of the handle grip returning to its original position after you push it has been made quieter. I do remember that being a problem with the DX version. It was a loud motherfucker. <laughs> gears in their their dx belt to like but then it wouldn't do like the cool sliding effect because it yeah. would just like pull back instantly yep uh there are also leds installed at the top and bottom of the tube that connects the cup making it look like the liquid flows into the cup uh, oh, so in addition sick. to coming with uh melon energy lemon energy cherry energy peach energy and shockingly dragon fruit energy but n it doesn't come with matsubokuri energy and then the thing no, that no one uh, fucking expected actually, uh, matsubokuri came with um the team baron set oh okay but um, yeah the thing that this comes with that no one saw coming but is hilarious and amazing is ryoma's kill switch yeah that's fucking great. So it's a separate little remote control, and when you click it, it actually quote unquote breaks the belt and it doesn't work until you like re enable it. That's cool. Amazing. That's fucking Oof. hilarious. But guys, I need a part I need to be a part of the one seventh millionth club. Yeah. The one well, it's like the one eighth club now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, this is, this is cool, but the price. Oof. All right, so let's get down to it. Uh, it's yeah, okay. How much is it? It also has a dialogue button, sound effect button, BGM button, blah blah blah. Standby mode. You're not gonna like this car. Uh, let's see. Hit me, hit me baby. Hit Premium me. Bandai web exclusive, forty-seven thousand three hundred yen. Five hundred dollars. Probably five hundred dollars. So that's just a worth little it. more than the imagination driver. You know what? Worth it. Uh, for, for fan. The like the fact that it's not just the DX version, they made this from scratch. And the colors are more show accurate, and the, the, you know, the little tiny kill switch. That's worth it. I honestly say that's worth it. I mean, I, I, I'm happy to have my DX one still, so... Here's the... here. So it's not just that. You can also, if you just want the energy lock seeds because you have the CSM Sengoku driver, you can purchase the CSM energy lock seed set for 15,400 yen. Uh, both of those two releases are coming out in March of next year. 
Or, if you wait until May of next year, you can buy the CSM Genesis driver on its own without any lock seeds as the CSM Genesis driver buckle edition for 29,150 yen. Okay. So you have some options. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, you know what? Now that this reminds me. Oh, fuck it. Someone apparently like, tweeted, they were like, because uh, it's like related to another story, but someone was like, ah, good old premium scam die. And oh, I yeah, you're talking like, about that. Yes, I want to use that forever. Actually, Lane, you know what? I think you and I should go in on the energy lock seed set. That way I can get lemon and you can get cherry. I'm okay with that. You know what? I will take cherry and peach and mm. you can have dragon fruit, lemon and melon. Sounds good to me. So. All right, cool. Yeah. You might have to say that. Hmm. Oh. Peachy oh. energy. <laughs> I just, I just love that. I love that one shot when like Coda used it for the first time. And he just, he, he, he like hears the sound. And he goes, ooh. <laughs> like, he's like, that's a nice sound. Hey, I think I hear my sister. Oh no. Like, happy, happy ten year anniversary to Kamen Rider Gaim. If you have not watched Kamen Rider Gaim yet. What are you doing? <laughs> Apparently, some people are trying to say that Gaim is like Go Kaiger. In the well, sense yeah, of. It, it, no, no, in, the sen <laughs> like, in the sense of everyone loved it, but now people are trying to say that, that it's like, oh, was it really that good? It wasn't yes. really that good. I, like and I've only seen like like half of it, and I agree that it's that good. Yeah. No, I I, I will always I have... it on it that it deserves to be on its own separate fucking pedestal. For me, <laughs> I still Genorobuchi. That's why. Yeah. yeah, that too. For me personally, and some people may not agree with this, but I still personally think that Build was a better series for me. But that's literally the only thing that sets it apart is because Build didn't have to have a story that was so good that it overcame how stupid its gimmicks were. Oh my goodness! When are we gonna get a Sonic Arrow? That's like, one to one scale. Oh, you know that you know it's coming. It's absolutely coming. But yeah. Anyways, no, no. You know what? One to one scale. Fucking DJ gun, please. Oh That'd God. That'd be sick. You know what? Die, die, DJ Jew. Oh God. No. You know what? Give me the Zangetsu version. Oh, oh no! Do a fucking you know what one to one scale die die Maru a fucking orange slice sword. I'd love that. Oh, That'd God. be sick. Yo, Bennett spear. Just make make all the weapons. Make all the fucking guy weapons. Except for the kiwi ones. Those fucking suck. <laughs> oh, the kiwi chakras. <laughs> oh, I know you. You hate kiwi arms with a passion. Kiwi oh, arms. It's it like the worst form. I uh, still wish that they done that they've done a kabocha arms that's oh pumpkin arms yeah, i'm, I would have liked I'm to have... genuinely surprised they didn't even for like a halloween special or something oh yeah, we never yeah. got a pumpkin rider shocking well, i always think that like that would like if if i could choose a lock seed it would be it would be it would be pumpkin instead you we got why? punk jack you know why it's because pumpkin pumpkin's a weird like, is it a fruit? Is it a vegetable? Like, they have this? freaking like Donguri. <laughs> we got acorn and and durian. Wait, wait, 
Wait, what are you guys talking about? We got pumpkin armor grinder. Pumpkin wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate, oh my God, I hate that wrapper. monster. I hate that name. And he actually raps too, which is the worst thing. All right, we I need to we, we need to move on because we're gonna talk about Gaim forever. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We're talk about Gaim forever. We'll it's get so to that, Decker. We'll get to oh, it. Oh. Yeah, we're well, yeah, in well, fact, right. we're gonna get to it right yeah, now. We, so yes. Next year we should. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say maybe next year we should all rewatch Gaim yeah. and then do a video about it. Yeah, we can do that. It's been we, ten years. I mean, tech like do do our opinions or do our thoughts different ten years later. Yeah. Also, we have to no. keep in mind that like when we started Cast Ranger, we were twenty episodes into Gaim, so like we could you know go back and talk about this. Anyway, moving on, <laughs> we have more information and reveals for the upcoming Fi's 20th anniversary movie, and I'm oh, yeah. super happy about this. So the biggest reveal in this batch is a brand new Common Rider, Common Rider Muse, who is this very blue and silver rider based on the Greek letter Mu, and oh my god, Ichi Likey! That's someone painted good. pink, so it's Common Rider Mew. <laughs> No, so I make it all silver, all gray. I mean, uh, all easily doable. Yeah. Decker, make it uh, all silver. So I, I also see in these shots something about new Orphanox? Yeah, we got some new Orphanox as well, but we'll get to I'm this one by one. Not surprised. Not I wonder, surprised in the least. I wonder, if, I wonder if they're designed by the original artists. They I don't have know. to. So first off, our... look different. So our new common writer, the actress is Rumika Fukuda, who is playing Reina, a mysterious girl who dials the code 666 to transform into common writer Muse. So perhaps yeah, evil? It, yeah, it makes a blue writer and not like a red writer. That, that's weird. If she dials the number of the beast. Red. <laughs> I, as much as I like the design, even I have to admit this is the most stupidly impractical thing I've seen in such a long time. Like, look at those knives sticking out the side. How is she supposed to grab those? Oh, the shoulders are way too padded. It's a little, it's a little thick. Even I, I like oh, the design, yeah. but even I will admit, for a base form, it's kind of thick. I'll open your hands for the next knives. <laughs> I'm sorry, I tried. All right, uh, we have. Daiji Asakawa as Jotaro Kikuchi, Keitaro's nephew, who is the current owner of the dry cleaning shop. Okay. Wait, does that mean his sister fucked? I guess. <laughs> there's your there's your there's your comrade Mew. <laughs> yeah. Uh Rui Yanagawa as Hisao, the mosquito orphanok. Let's find the picture. Oh, of that. that just killed my favorite design. <laughs> Like, oh, he looks cool. He's a mosquito. Instantly. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> then we have right. uh, Ryunosuke Hashino as Kota, the gecko orphanok. What's with the fucking head oh, on I this see. thing? I see. It's the eyes. Yeah. Uh, then we have Kanan Matsuzawa as K, the Queena orphanok. What the fuck even is that? The only thing I know from the name Queena is Queena from Final Fantasy IX. Kind of has like a bayonetta hairstyle. Decker in our chat says it's a crane. Yeah, it kind of looks like a crane. I like oh, the, I see, yeah, I see it. I like the dagger oh, through the, the hair. Head. Oh, no, it's the head. Uh, oh, yeah. The, I see. Yeah, it's, it's the crane. It's the head and the beak. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have... Uh, 
Amane Shindo as the new smart lady. So yeah, we have a new smart lady. Wasn't Star. the smart lady in, in Outsiders? Uh, smart lady was in Outsiders, but she was played by Mari's actress as a disguise and then got fucking murdered. <laughs> oh, shit. Star, yes, does, doesn't she look like freaking uh, Chigusa from Ginga? <laughs> Oh yeah, I see it. I thought it was her, and then I looked up her actor, and I was like, "Nope, never mind." <laughs> I wonder what Chigas is up to now. It's been yeah, nine years yeah. since Ginga. I'm probably still singing that same fucking Ginga battle song. Yeah. So aside yeah, it's from a, it's a kick-ass battle song. So aside it from the new characters, we also have confirmation that returning in this movie are obviously Kento Honda as Takumi, Yuri Haga yep. as Mari. Kohei Murakami yep. as Mus- Kusaka is back. I'm excited to find out why he's alive again. <laughs> hey, man, he got a freebie. And, of course, Ichi's favorite. Yeah, Mits- <laughs> we have uh, Mitsuru Karahashi as Kaido! Yeah, because... They wouldn't dare do a Fives movie go. without Kaido. The well, fact yeah. that he made a cameo in the Gaim Summer movie. Right? And he was and he was in the Revised Mystery Special. Yeah. That too. He was, he was super fun in that. <laughs> I feel like him and I can't remember the other the female orphanock. Yua. Yui? You you it's you something. Fuck, why do I forget yeah, her name? I, I feel like I feel like their orphanock design should also become figuarts. Yuka. Uh, was, Yuka. It was he, she was he, a swan orphanock. Yuka was her name. He was also uh what's his face? Juzo from uh Shinkenger. Yep. Wait wait, he was Juzo? You didn't yeah. know that? Yeah, yeah, dude. This guy's oh, awesome. Yeah, he was Juzo. He was the original Caliber. Like, yeah, he was Caliber. Yeah, oh, right. I, I remember that. Right. I, I always forget. He's he's been a lot. Yep. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. So we have Keitaro's nephew. Uh-huh. Keitaro's not here. Correct. That's bullcrap. <laughs> I thought that what I thought that was Keitaro because he looks like him. Uh, maybe it's they weird. specifically looked for someone who would resemble him because he's his nephew. Yeah, I thought I legit maybe, thought that maybe, was him. Maybe, maybe the actor is busy. I heard something yeah. about one of the actors for this is like he like they went off to become like a big name. It's like they're always busy. Out of everyone like, in Fies, the one who became big and too busy was Keitaro's actor. I believe it. That's funny. I mean, he had a fun song called Hang On. Yeah. Great. Uh, okay, so this movie takes place 20 years after the events of the Fies series. It's being written by yep. Fies's head writer, Toshiki Inoue. Good old Inoue. Yep. Uh, being directed by Ryuta Tasaki, who did the Fies Paradise Lost film. And the movie is... Uh, so it's in great hands. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was like in their contract when he did Dawn Brothers? He was like, I want to do a Fies thing. Can you do a Sentai? <laughs> Fine. Write a Sentai then and then you can thing. have a Fies thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, like on the way out, they like tap him on the shoulder. Hey, 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 do you want to do anything else for us right now? I want to do a Fies project. Done. Yep. <laughs> So the film is having a limited theatrical run February 2nd, and we'll get a Blu-ray DVD release later. I can't wait to see this. Yep. It, as soon as it's up next year, it'll be okay. on, it, it'll be can on we, the list. Can we agree to this? Before we talk about this movie, can we talk about uh, do Paradise Lost as a feature topic? Absolutely. Yes. We should do it literally the week before. Yes, agreed. All right, and speaking of Fies, something I was surprised to see was 
from Tokulectables, they're putting out an accessory for the Fies figures of the Fies sounder from the Hyper Battle video. Yeah, I was like, tell us, I was like, Ichi would like this. So someone made a third party boombox. So the funny thing for me in particular is the first thing from Fies I ever watched was the Hyper Battle video where this was in. So this is extra funny for me to see actually get made. I don't know what's funnier. The fact that a third party company did this or that or that Bandai actually made one for the uh, for the Soto figures. Yeah, I love the Yeah, as Decker's saying, they're like censoring Fiza's face and belt. It's so funny. Oh, yeah, because, you know, the actual IP we cannot use. Yeah, but yeah, it, it actually transforms between boombox mode and weapon mode. It's pretty cool. Uh, as for price, uh, $35 US, and it releases in January. It's not bad. You can go with your figure thighs. Yeah, very cool. Next, yeah. speaking of Comrade Outsiders, the last episode of the first part of Comrade Outsiders just aired, and the Toei Tokusatsu fan club has announced that Outsiders will continue with another chapter next year. Ah, Okay. That's why you were like, care. I can't what, wait to see, because uh, you were saying in our chat, like, oh, I can't wait to see where this is, like, going. I'm like, isn't it over? No, it, <laughs> it quote-unquote ended, but it, the story's not done. I will say, Kamen uh, well, oh. Rider Zane is in my favorite suits of all time, unquestioned. Kamen Rider Zane? Z-E-I-N. Zane. Now I'm just picturing yeah. Zane from In Space. Yeah, <laughs> Let's rock it. Puts the belt on. What were you thinking, Emily? Mega. Not Jim. What were you thinking, Emily? Billy Zane. Oh. <laughs> oh, Billy Zane. <laughs> oh yes, the original. Uh, what's his name from Kingdom Hearts? Xehanort, Ansem, whichever name you want to use. Billy Zane. What the heck? In Kingdom Hearts yeah, One, in yeah. In the in the first game, yeah. Darkness is the heart's true essence. I'm just wondering, who else can they get for Outsiders? I don't know. I will I'd like to see Gills come back. We'll talk more about it in a little bit when we talk about Outsiders in general, but I will say I just, like, marathoned all of them a couple days ago, or, like, last weekend. It's confusing. I'm not sure who I'm supposed to be rooting for watching this. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense for a Tommy project. <laughs> It's a, a it's a feeling I don't think I've felt when it comes to tokusatsu before. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's cool. Moving on. Speaking of... Yes, the only reason I know who Billy Zane is. <laughs> uh, so I know that these episodes are airing starting uh, tomorrow night, or rather tonight, if uh, you're listening to this episode as it gets published. But uh, just want to formally mention the King Oger Kyoryuja crossover is going to be a two-episode team-up arc. I love it, and I also love the fact that the majority of the cast has returned, including Ayuri Kono. It's so weird. So, like, four out of five of the main Kyoryujas are showing up on camera, but apparently Daigo is only showing up as a voice cameo? That's a shame. He, he could be busy and in in his place we're getting a new character uh 
named Prince as Kyoryu Red, or rather as King Kyoryu Red. Okay, I've been wanting to make this joke all week. So if we ever see him in any other project, can we re refer to him as the Ranger formerly known as Prince? Oh <laughs> you know that's going to happen. Yeah. I was thinking about it since Monday at work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we have conf confirmation that Shusuke Saito, Yamato Kinjo, Akihisa Shiono, and Ayuri Kono, the other four main Kyoryujers, are showing up in this two-episode arc. I guess Uchi's also going to be a voiceover, because we saw him in the preview, uh, like, in suit, so... Probably. Maybe. Um, both of these episodes are being directed by Kyoryujers' main series director, Koichi Sakamoto. I'm sorry, I also just see the picture of Prince and how he's in a red, like... A like red a vest? Red, uh, yeah, red vest. He's dressed like... He's dressed like freaking Tyler from... Uh, I was Tyler, gonna... Uh, Tyler yeah, from yeah Dino Tyler from Dino Charge! I was thinking, like, why does he look like Tyler from Dino Charge? Amazing. <laughs> it's so weird! No, that has to no, be on no, purpose! No. Now that would have been a crossover. Just... <laughs> Tyler you? showed up. Yeah, just whoa. Must be in another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> just we get that Power Rangers Super Sentai crossover. Power Rangers Tyler charge. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Jerry. I, I love how like almost all of them are recognizable, and then you look at Ian and he's dyed his hair, and I'm like, oh, all right. He's a musician. Yeah. Between him dyeing his hair and Janma dyeing his hair. Yeah. Everyone's dying for her. Yeah, but with uh with the advent of uh I almost said Tyler <laughs> Prince as King Kyori Red, we now have five as multi posted, we now have five different variants on Kyori Red. <laughs> Soji. Like Soji's well, grown so much. <laughs> like I said, man. Dino, like, Curator is the most profitable Sentai in the last decade. It deserves to be. It's amazing. Yeah. Good suit design, too. Also, again, let's just acknowledge uh, Ami's back. Despite yeah. that her actress retired. I remember someone saying something about that. Ami, her actress has retired, but she's coming back. I'm, I'm so glad uh, to see yeah, she's I'm back. I'm so happy. She's my, still my favorite pink to this day. <laughs> Love her. Wow. Honestly, I think that may go to Kirame Pink now. She was pretty good. The, like, the fact that she was a doctor. You know, a realistic job. In canon, for that matter. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Speaking of Kyoryuger, they also announced and showed off images for the Memorial Edition Gabu Revolver. Oh, yeah. baby! Yeah. And this is the one thing Ichi or Gar's been wanting. <laughs> Gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah. Gimme Rincho! <laughs> so this that's my favorite part about this thing. The fucking eyes in it glow. That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well that's that's what's insane about this, is that the DX Gobble Revolver was already pretty fucking like a good size. I owned one, I know, I remember it. Now yeah. it's like one to one scale. Uh, the translucent, like, spinny thing is no longer translucent. Thank like, God, I hated that. Thank God. Yeah, that was um, 
Oh, the, the official like name of it, the translucent spinny thing. I'm sure it transforms. I'm sure if you looked it, up the TV Aussie like website or something, it has an actual part name. Um, I like that they changed the the slider the slider gimmick to be buttons. Mm-hmm. So it's like it makes it more clean. Um, only downside because this is you know premium. What was it? Premium scam die. Yeah. Scam, scam die. Scam die. Uh, the Zudenchi, since this is a bigger, uh, bigger prop. Oh, it's not compatible with the normal ones. It's no. not compatible with any Zudenchis. Oh. They're probably going to make a brand new set. Yep. Absolutely. Um, it's weird because it comes with a Tiramigo. Sorry, Gachi and Tiramigo. Sorry, Gabutira. Sorry, I don't know why. I just thought of it. I'm like Tiramigo. Gabutira, Stegochi, and Dorikera. Stegochi. Gabutiramigo. Which means we're probably gonna get the sword as well as an attachment. Oh, they have to. The Gabba Revolver and the Gabari Can Sword combined into the Gabari Cannon is one of my favorite like combiner weapons in all of Sentai. God God bless Dr. Olshade's actor for voicing that fucking changer. Like god damn. Doctor what? So so the he, okay, so you know like Buggy the clown from One Piece? So his voice actor yeah. voiced all the equipment in Kyo Ruger, but then also the creator of the equipment in the show, Dr. Olshade, who was also Kyo Violet, and just his voice is just, it, it, it's it's so good. It's so great. Oh my God. I'm still happy that Bandai made a male body Violet Ranger for Dino Charge. And yes, yeah. I do have it. His <laughs> one yeah, henshin like and roll Omega call Rangers. were amazing. Yes, Multi. The guy who broke his back? Yes. Yep. He henchin and roll called so hard that he broke his back. Now that's a man no. dedicated to his craft. How much it? Mm. All right, yeah, let's get down to breast tacks. So, of course, it has dialogue and BGM buttons. It's got lines from everyone. Comes with those three Zudenshi. Uh, Premium Bandai web exclusive. 18,700 yen, releasing in June. That's a lot. I'd say, Gar, you're, you're looking at probably around maybe like 250 to almost $300. Worth it. That's a yeah, lot, right? but it's I, I think that's worth it. I can't wait to see a video of this thing in action. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you'll, you'll see it in our channel tonight. I am buying this. Oh, oh okay. I know. You can want to get Yeah, and the best part also, no screw holes. Yep. So. I still need to get the more pirates. I'm getting, I'm getting my Memorial Geardling or sometime this month, so I'm stoked to get that. Oh, you want to be You dumb. have no idea how long it took me to realize that it's, it's, it's Mobi Rates and not Mobi Rates. And it's I, a reference to a phone and pirates. Yeah, mobile pirates. I, yes, I've I never will. seen Nathan, so I, I guess that's fair, but... To I've be fair, the yeah, we've, we've been pronouncing it the Mobi Rates forever, but we, we know what it means. I see it and I say I say Moby rates. Yeah. I just think of like mobile texting rates may apply. Okay. Mobile rates. I'm just thinking there are now two possible repaints for this Gabu revolver. Yep. Oh, the Giga Gabu revolver. Yeah, and, the Giga Gabu revolver. And the one from Brave. And the one from Cure, and the one from Brave. Yep. 
All right, I moving. Feel like that'll be like a Korean exclusive, you know. Speak, speaking of dinosaurs, we have a revise thing. Oh, I also want this thing. So this is the revised driver high spec belt and vice stamp holder. So it's literally just uh, an upgrade for the belt and stamp holder that you attach I to the revised the, driver, so that I, bigger people I can hear it. Party one. So <laughs> this is you have a bootleg stamp holder. No, I have a bootleg of like the CSM belt because, like, I think literally they did this so the third party people would stop doing it. Oh yeah, they realized that's a market that. Like, that's a like market adults like to wear these belts. They've been tapping yeah. into that market more and more with these belt extenders. As well they should. Oh, I know this would never fit around my waist. I sort of just want it for, like, if I ever get one of those, uh, what are they, like, the belt holder die, die Di things? Oh, the Dizas? Dizas, yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, if I ever get that, I want this to be a part of it. That way it's, like, nice and clean. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it is the belt straps and two vice stamp holders, uh, making it possible to wear the revised driver from about 75 centimeters to 90 centimeters around the waist. Uh, the it's vice stamp so holders, <laughs> premium Bandai web exclusive. centimeters to 90 centimeters. Okay, hang on. You know what? Are Give me a second. I need to, I need oh. to do something. I thought, you were t <laughs> I thought you were talking about the price when you said how much. <laughs> no, yeah, the price, yes. Yeah, premium and uh, web exclusive, 7,700 7, yen, so that's like 80 bucks for belt extenders. It's a little much. So, uh, maybe not worth I can go... I can go on Amazon Japan? The revised driver is 3,400 yen. <laughs> it costs less to buy the belt now than to extend it. Exactly! It's kind oh of, my god. It's kind of fucked. Just go also, to Walmart, get some fucking zip ties, you're good to go. <laughs> That's what you guys did. about it. Also, this might sound weird to say, but I sort of want a gamer driver again. I still have mine. Yeah, of course. I st also still have mine. I love my gamer driver. You're not a gamer I, if you I don't might. have a gamer driver. Yeah, I Gar. I, I might text Dave and ask him if he still has mine. <laughs> he his to like my kid, or to my kids, to his kids. I still have my gamer driver, most of my gashets, including God Maximum and Muteki. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of players, SH Figuarts Desire Grand Prix Entry Rise. Raise. Raise. Raise yeah. set. I, I know. Yeah. I know words. So now, now we are getting like. So we found out it's 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 an accessory kit. So. Basically, you just get the heads, but it's actually got some and and, so, and the and the belts because it's got their cores. Yeah, so it comes with it comes with the uh, the heads of Groovy, uh, Shiro, Nudge Sparrow, Depan, which it this is kind of it doesn't matter because I already have the third party one on on the way. Uh, Ginpen, Mary, and Kalo, but then it also comes with the heads for Tycoon Command. Geet's command and buffa command, and then also the sword. <laughs> so that's so that nice. Means commands on the way? Question mark. I mean, that'd be sick. I love commands. That was my favorite form. So yeah, interesting. So yeah, yeah. Well, because because man, they're they're sexist. Because <laughs> like there's only there, yeah. Because like let's see, we only had 
Letter was only alive for one episode. Letter was alive for like two minutes. Groovy was on screen for less than that. And then Sarah, Sarah is a writer, yeah. And then Lopo. Yeah, Lopo, Huckabee, and Letter. Maybe they'll do a separate pack of the females. The females? That way they can do like a set for male and female. Wait, is there is there an entry female body though? I Not think, to my no, knowledge. I think Nago, no, because I think Nago is it's just it's just beat. There, there's a, there's a reason why there is no female body entry mold. So then they'll yeah. release a female entry body so that you can use it with Nago and then just have it come with the female riders' heads. It's and belts. It there you go. The Scandi. There are layers to this, people. It's so weird seeing, like, entry form Shiro because we never saw that. We just saw him with Arrow. Yep. But now, but now you can literally make whatever form you want with Shiro and become a reality. Live out your fanfics. Anyways, oh, I have sweet. my I have my third party Japan headset coming in like very soon. It's on its way, so this set's kind of irrelevant. People in our chat me. are saying no, you can't. Are they not oh, customizable? Can. can you not mix these up with the other SH figure art pieces? Oh, so no, so they're just the entry heads. You can't even like take out the eyes or anything. That sucks. Wow. <laughs> Okay, then I'm very happy I got the third-party Japan head because that one has customizable eyes. So, yeah, all right. Fuck you, premium scam die. Well, it's, it says here the cover set is just additional helmet and belt helmet and belt parts. You can use the raised buckle parts from previously released SH Figure Arts Geats line to create forms for each Rider. You can theoretically create SH Figure Arts Nudge Nadge Sparrow Monster form with parts from the Punk Jack set. So it's it's it sounds like it says that they're customizable. Is yeah, it, but it, it sounds but it seems like you can't take like the heads off apart and then like put the different eyes in. Oh, the eyes you can't. Well, you know what that makes sense considering like all of the, all their eyes are like really weird. So I understand the thought, but like you could at least put the head on the suit, even if the eyes wouldn't match, you'd get close to being what it would look like. Also, yeah, uh, people are really pissed off because if you wanted to recreate Nadge Sparrow monster form, you have to buy this set, which is like ninety to one hundred dollars, and then you have to buy the Punk Jack set, yeah. which is like more money. So yeah. you're paying almost two hundred dollars just to recreate one figure. I mean, to so, be fair, if there's any form that they should hold back from the public, it's Nadge Sparrow. Cause fuck we him. did get we did no. get Kalo though, which is good. Kalo Kalo deserves it because some people he some people like him. <laughs> remember Ginpen? Remember how he didn't come back in that episode where they wished all the riders back? <laughs> Bandai right now. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that's not the only Geats suit new SH Figure Art news because they also are putting out the SH Figure Art's GM Rider set, aka the suits taken over by Glare. Okay, and you know what? I'm pissed off about this because you know what they also could have done? They could have came with uh, it could have come with an additional head of like this helmet, but all black. To oh, the be, guard like, riders, rider. the guard yeah, riders from the Punk Jack would, special. I would have, I would have loved that, but they're not. They didn't do it. So I like, mean, right. anyone who's got I paint kit can. Punk Jack special. 
anyone who's got paint kits can modify it themselves, I guess. But but I I, I suck at shit like that. I so know, no. I know. <laughs> it's true. I had to put the stickers on his siren there. <laughs> yep. But yeah, if you want to make your own little hound riders, is this does this come with the belt or the the buckle? Yeah, it comes with the buckle part, so you can be that that those the those two hound riders from that we never really identified. I love they made like in one of the pictures it's Magnum Boost, even though like that's stupid looking. <laughs> no, Magnum Blaine, Boost that, only looks that, Magnum Boost only looks good on beats. That's only you can t that that's someone's OC out there. Probably. I'm possessed. I, I'm I'm under mind control, but I have the powers of a boost and magnum. Yeah, if you look at I mean, there's, my, I mean, if you look through the I, images, there's two images where you can see that they use the ID cores of those two hound riders during the like kill Geats game. What we need as figure arts is Ben and John's rider forms, right? They don't, they Come don't on. forms. No, but they that's why you do it in a figure form. Then we do. How are you supposed to make a figure of something that doesn't exist? It does exist. We just didn't see it. <laughs> we don't have an actual like, we have art cores. design. We have we have ID. No, yes, oh, you do. We I don't have ID cores. There were prop. There was probably mention of this somewhere before, but the article has the names of those two common writers that were taken over by Glare. Common writers okay. Chuta and Geshi. Mm. Geshi. Pima. <laughs> I was thinking about, about, about Geshi, the mascot from uh, Clone High. <laughs> uh, he turned out to be like, a yep. monster. Yep. All right. Uh, so if you want it the, just seems like the it, it just seems like the Gates figure art line is just getting shittier and shittier. That's because they're like, running out of on. shit to do, despite the fact that they had hundreds of riders. See, I just have, I have, I have my, I have my future Japan figure art I'm going to have, and then my other, I, I used my other Geats figure art to just make entry boost form, because I like entry boost form a lot. So yeah, if you want the uh, GM Rider set, as they refer to it, uh, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive 5500 yen, releasing in April. Are we going to have seven <laughs> We have no news on that. This is all speculation. Yeah, no news on that. Alright, and speaking of news, that's the end of the news. Cool. Hey. Yeah. Don't buy game cards. They're scammy. <laughs> Alright, time for Gotchard. So I like how the mom just completely doesn't ask him about what his gotcha is that he's doing, even though it's so central to his life. I guess it's just a school club. She just assumes from the conversation at the start of the episode. This is the alchemy club. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an after-school alchemy club. I like Welcome how Welcome to the science club. <laughs> I would just randomly cut to Hopper One, just like hopping around. Yep. How does the mom not notice that thing going like? Honestly, the same way that, that it was uh, Kota's mom or Kota's sister doesn't question the orange arm rider in the bedroom. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Yeah, Otaro, did you bring back a mascot character? Did you find a wild Pokemon, young man? No. <laughs> I was sad that they didn't. Oh, uh, Bento this time, but I guess we'll get one later. 
Yeah, they'll they'll slowly phase that out as the actual plot kicks in, I imagine. Um, yeah. So the episode basically opens with this big, strong man, Golem Goriki, fucking snapping spines left and right. Oh, okay. The weirdest thing is that he kicks a guy over, but then the other guy beside him is like also caught also the, falls over. Caught in the splash <laughs> damage. <laughs> yeah, like I was just going. Oh yeah, that yeah, dude's fucking like, dead. Yeah, I was. Just, yeah, that he has like area of effect damage on his kicks. Yeah, yeah, this dude just straight up baning people. I was wondering what was gonna break first, your Kemi or, or your money. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to Hotaro having the most gigabrain moment of the entire show. Oh my god, you guys, the cards have numbers. One plus nine is ten. Very good. You can tell they're high schoolers because they're fucking idiots. <laughs> okay, but here's the interesting thing. Uh their names too, Ichinose and Kudo. Add or have a word for one and a word for nine. Um, the the reason I didn't immediately oh. pick up on that is because her name is Kudo instead of Kudo. If it was Q, I would have more easily recognized that as the number nine. I didn't know that Ku was also known as nine. You know what I mean? I don't know oh, Japanese okay. that well. So we need we need to talk about this right now because like. That gorilla sensei Malgum, holy shit! I was laughing was, by I was not expecting that. I was oh, laughing my ass off when so, I saw it in a fist so, face. So, and then the actual gorilla been... head is just like off to the side, and it looks like it's in horrible pain. I, I love the head; no, it's, it's like the like, fist yeah. of the gorilla. <laughs> Just but like here comes the giant fist. But then it reminded me of something. So the quick, quick little story. So in 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 the current like one PM. <laughs> no, I love it. It's it, it, it probably it, that is probably going to be in my top like five favorite monster of the week monsters ever. I wanted um, so bad for him to just headbutt left and right with the fist face. So, so in the current arc of One Piece, where we are with the Wano arc. There, so there's this like fake, like uh, artificially made devil fruits they made called smile fruits, and so like Kaido, the big bad of the uh, the arc, he like put half of his soldiers making them eat these smile fruits to gain like half animal abilities, and so they weren't fully completed, <laughs> and like they're really weird combinations. So one of them was this guy who ate the gorilla smile fruit, and his whole fist turned into a gorilla oh no it, it, no it was i was not expecting it but it just i saw this malgum and it immediately reminded me of this guy like, like i said earlier not only is the fist being the face hilarious but then the actual gorilla face is off to the side like ah! yeah it's not donkey kong it's donkey I'll, I'll wrong Donkey wrong. donkey wrong i love that <laughs> that's the episode Richard. name I, I, lo I love this. I love this design. I love this monster. It is the best. I, I, I do not think any other Malgum in this show will top this one for me. And if there is, I will be actually surprised. What were you saying, Emily? I love it. 
Um, just uh, it, it reminds me of a, a super villain concept that uh, my friend Nick uh, came up with once. Um, where there's a was was a villain who's with the ability to turn her limbs into snakes, and I remember thinking, but what if it was like your leg was just a snake, and you just had to deal with that? Like if you had a superpower, and your superpower was one of your legs is a snake. Yeah. So that's not a yeah. So before the actual setup of the episode happens, we get this little card exchange where Renge returns Kamantis and Hotaro returns Energy Maru back to her. And then we see that Renge used Kamantis to capture six fucking Kemis. Bullet Bong, Gengen Chocho, Hikeskyu, one we haven't seen before, Bakuan Zemi, uh, and then Dr. Kozo and Flay Rose. Oh, uh, here, here, Emily, just to your snake comment, there was also a person uh, in One Piece who fused with a snake, and his legs are the snake. <laughs> oh my god, snake leg is real? Oh god. Yeah. I don't yeah, like the fucking eyes the on that snake head. <laughs> just, oh my god, I can't believe, of all the places where snake leg could be an actual power, I shouldn't be surprised that it's One Piece. Of course it's One Piece. And then the, the, uh, this is last one because this is the one that really just fucking weirded me out. So this is the this is the giraffe this is the giraffe one. Oh my god! <laughs> His body is the head of the giraffe. Oh no! <laughs> it was a weird one. My god! Yeah, one piece is fucking weird. Yes. Anyway, yes, it is. Let's continue. So. <laughs> Hotaru calls Sabimaru senpai, and that just launches him into this fucking. All right, we're. I'm training you. We're going to the gym. Oh, this whole this wrestling guy, I fucking loved him. Ah, like, so him he is his, such like, a nice dude. His bond with wrestler G, I fucking love it. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> Children, students in my gym. You want to become wrestlers? <laughs> And then the fucking like Yakuza, the, Yakuza the fucking yeah. Yakuza oh come in. The fucking gun. <laughs> yeah, and they're like the most like stereotypical like fighting game enemy Yakuza, and then they just all pull guns on them, and they're just like guns. I just love, I love the the best part about like the gun that he turns into is that he has a little tiny gotcha driver on the top. Yeah, no, <laughs> so it's cute. fucking hilarious. <laughs> So we have another form that isn't an actual form, it's just an object, and it's just a fucking gun with butterfly wings. <laughs> Yo, premium scam die fucking gun. You know they're gonna release that! That would be awesome if they did. <laughs> but the best part is what it does. It, like, shoots a beautiful butterfly-filled landscape at them. I love you, oh. butterfly gun! Bang, bang, bang! <laughs> <laughs> it just shoots a beautiful illusion of butterflies and the fucking Yakuza just leave chasing them. Whee! Butterflies! It's the Unifist. Oh my yep. god. Don't I saw the monster's face and I'm just like, <laughs> don't test the Unifist. That is peak, peak fucking monster design. <laughs> So yeah, we get this like weirdly heartwarming story about how Asahi is trying to revive his career as a wrestling coach and trying to recapture his youth with the help of wrestler G who possesses a fucking action figure. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, and then Golem walks in as as the gorilla mulligan and is like, ah, we're gonna fight and shit. <laughs> also, how the fuck did Renge and Sabimaru not know that Hotaro was Gotchard? They've been talking about it yeah, in they, the classroom. I know, they just, I guess they just didn't know, but... Also, very nice of Valverad to bust in and be part of the episode for literally seven seconds. <laughs> That's okay, next week's gonna be all about him, I guess. Uh, also, also, can I just say, I I cannot get enough of that fucking Beverly Gotchard battle theme. It's so fucking good. Oh, the so battle, yeah. It's so good. Gotchard, Gotchard. Like, I fucking love it. God, thank you, Beverly. Thank you for just continuing with the More bangers. Beverly songs, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, uh... Golem, as the Gorilla Mulligan, just goes around using his fucking backbreaker Hisatsu on whoever he fights. So obviously Gotchard gets fucking downed by that. So now we've got to Dumb. learn how to counter his backbreaker. Training <laughs> arc with Asahi. And it's great because because it turns out that him and Wrestler G can like actually fuse. Like I don't know how they figured that out, but it, it's cool. It, it's like it's like he he like goes into him and then he like reverts him back to his prime when yeah. he was like a like a top top wrestler. Makes him young again. Awesome. He becomes Sunshine Mask. Yeah. But like how does that work? How does that work? The power of alchemy. This this is really making me want to fucking talk about Los Luchadores on the show. Like, I was so thinking much. I was thinking Ultimate Muscle. <laughs> well, yeah, Ultimate Muscle, Los Luchadores, Mucha Lucha, like you can just fucking honestly, Luchador anything is fucking badass. I just want a fucking AMV of this episode to the Ultimate Muscle theme because that song is way too oh my good. God, yes. Actually, apparently I learned that apparently in 2011 they like rebooted Kinikumon and now they're doing a follow-up series wow. next year to that so yeah. now I kind of want to watch the whole thing of it so. just, just like shots of the fucking Gorilla Mulligan bad boys from out of space ultimate yeah. muscle body slam human race I'll just never get over that one of the wrestlers that Kid Muscle fought was a sneaker <laughs> so weird what was the sneaker named what was the great pun they oh, chose for i can't remember but the one name that just stays stays in my mind rent free is dick 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 man. dick man dick the funniest <laughs> thing is in japanese his name was just gazelle man <laughs> yeah but but like in, it's the only time i can think of where in english they made his name more sus out of all the stupid shit that the Fox Box had or whatever, that's the one show I remember the most. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Wrestler G possesses Asahi, makes him young again, and then they proceed to train Hotaro to counter the backbreaker Hisatsu by literally breaking his back for hours all night until morning. No human could survive that much backbreaking. Right. So I have to answer your question. So in the original kid, like Ultimate Muscle, like the Japanese version, he's called Max Man. But in Ultimate Muscle, he's called Pumpinator. I love like it's almost like they're making fun of dub names. I need to rewatch Ultimate Muscle, man. It's been like 20 fucking years. Oh, my God. <laughs> it must be such a hoot. Oh, my God. 
Anyways, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, eventually, after hours and hours of failing and getting his fucking spine snapped. How he's alive? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> he just tells them, oh yeah, when you get swung around, you just have to like twist your body even further and get out of it that way. Why this required hours of getting hours of physical punishment? Mm. It's just like reminding me of those like really stupid like defense videos that people make where it's like, yeah, here's how you can like, you know, prevent yourself from being shot by a gunman. And then it's just like a really stupid move that you can easily counter no problem. I was robbed by two men. I was robbed by two men. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that. The like, exercise. I, I, the other one I remember is the I have a bad case of diarrhea. <laughs> you know what else I just remembered? The fucking. I don't remember the name, but it was a commercial for Japanese food or a snack. And it was like this woman and two fucking sumo wrestlers. Tsupri, tsupri, tsupri! Tsupri, tsupri, tsupri! Pajano! Well, yeah, it was like, I think it was for like a pretzel chip or something. Yeah, it's some kind of Japanese snack commercial. How are commercials, like commercials in general are great, but Japanese commercials are like on another level. The the best ones are when you have like, you know, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, it's the alien teacher. (laughs) God damn. That's weird. So yeah, Hotaro's spine has been irreversibly damaged. Yeah, he's, he's you know what he was in his rider form it's fine all right so okay. the next day comes uh gorilla boy shows back up and we get this like weirdly wholesome bit of gotchard and asahi as sunshine mask becoming tag wrestling partners for this battle and we get the debut awesome. we get the debut of ant wrestler and I, cool I like suit. the form's cool. It gets its own stock henshin sequence. So glad we're sticking with that for the most part that, so far. That fucking finisher. Holy shit. <laughs> he fucking snapped him through the ropes. It's so good. It was <laughs> I, so good. And then like, and just like, while this is all going on, that fucking like, again, that sick ass Beverly fucking song. Oh yeah. Playing. So good. Oh man. I just imagine after the episode, Ossie's like has this whole heartful scene. He comes back in. Oh yeah, shit! I have to repair the ropes. I honestly like. I was super worried that it was going to end with him dying. Oh, I don't know. I think uh, to answer the person in our chat about uh, why it's wrestler plus ant, I think the idea is because ants can have the strength of many times their own size. Yeah. Old. Also, I freaking love this form. I love it. But I mean, I, I, that's probably obvious because it has lightning bolts on it. There's the, there's the insert song. So good. Um, so then we get like a really sad fucking Ed because like, of course, they have to erase his memory because he can't know about the chemis. I'm genuinely shocked that they didn't end up with like, we'll just let it go this time. No, we have to erase the old man's memories. It, it, oh. oh, okay. And like Wrestler G wants to like stay with them, but he's like, he's like, no, you have to go with them. But thank you for letting me realize my dream once more. And he's just like, Wrestler G. It's so he's fucking like, sad because you know that Ant Wrestler is going to get used maybe two more times and then sit in his wrist thing for the rest of existence. Here's the weird thing. Ant Wrestler got the transformation animation. Why didn't the... Venom, Venom Mariner? Yeah. 
The one that people are calling Goo Goo Gaga form. I like Santa Maria. It's great. I don't. Love it. It's great. Well, maybe it'll show up again later. Who knows? Also, thank you, Spanner, for not being less or being less creepy this episode. Thank you. That's because he was only in the episode for ten, for like seven to ten seconds. Yeah, because yeah, next week it's going to be him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we captured yeah. the Gorilla Sensei card, and next week we're gonna get Burning Gorilla. Oh, it was also cute. Like I forgot the 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 one with the tablet. Oh, Sabi Maru. <laughs> Yeah, like Ichidose yeah, calls, calls him senpai. Yeah. And he's just like, senpai. That's why, they went, that's why they went to the gym at all, because he, like, loves being called senpai. So it was like, all right, no no fee for training. We're going to the gym to train. No, no, no you know Ichinose is going to inspire him to, like, come out of his shell and just kind of Probably. be more, like, vul- So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah uh, really, really I'm, good episode. Decker, I'm happy you've been loving Gotcher as much as you do. It, it's it's great. I love it. It's like it, it's like it's like on par with the Ichi's love for King Ojer. Maybe even more. Who anyone who's a wrestling fan will have some extra fun with this episode. But even for those who aren't, I think it was a very very good and fun episode. Yep. Yeah. I really enjoy Gotcher so far. It's just fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun to watch it. Yes, Gotchard is fun to watch. I'm, I'm sorry, I just had to get that out of my brain. No, I no, don't worry. I, I you know how I feel about things like that. I'm the person who thinks cereal and beer and burial is like the height of comedy. <laughs> I still unfortunately haven't gotten up on Common Rider. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Common Rider. How many other shows can we rip off? I'll never uh, uh, I think it's like. I don't know, Comrade or Gotcha Man or something. <laughs> I need to go back to watching Gotcha Man crowds. I liked what I saw that. One of the original voice actors of Gotcha of uh, from the Gotcha Man show was in Windsor Theater Week. Cool. Huh. Yeah, just met everyone, didn't you, Guard? <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus was there too. Yeah. Okay. So what? funny, fun, quick story. So. What? We, we 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 posted the geoduck picture like last week like oh, fusion yeah. and then bar apparently while he was in this convention was like oh yeah i showed it to the voice of geodude and psyduck and he loved it and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest coincidence i have ever experienced in my life so thank you gar you're welcome nice. <laughs> yeah that one came out of nowhere yeah, yeah. Jesus. Uh, but, I, but I do promise I will be caught up on Gotchard for the next episode. All right. Nice. It's fun. It's wholesome. Lane, take us in. Aoga uh, Bazoo. Okay, show. Ooh. I'm going to give you this. Gonna... Hold on, hold on. Before we start, Gar has to. Now, this show I caught up on. Yeah, I, I, you. I can't... <laughs> Holy fucking shit. What do you think of uh do 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 fucking broken. Yeah, he's broken. I <laughs> was hesitant to say I don't know if I've said it on the show, I was hesitant to do so because I haven't seen all of Super Sentai, but your immediate reaction to uh uh Donald Jolive Garden. D- the Jude. 
<laughs> no, that's the joke. We don't remember. We, we're going to think of a different name for him every time because we can't remember uh, his name. Right. Well, I decided to go with my phone's autocorrect, which decided his name is Daters. <laughs> dog, dog, dodo. <laughs> dodo, do, 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 do. I don't know what. So I'm just. I, I don't know what it is, but just this arc just fascinates me much more than what the fuck was going on in the first half. I'm sorry. So what I was building up to, what I was building up to with what I was hesitant to say is, so what your immediate reaction was in our group chat was that this guy is possibly the most powerful villain in all of Super Sentai. The fact that he could whip through planets and lives outside of time and space itself. Yeah. They live in cube world. That's pretty fucking broken. This guy can play with planets like they're pool balls. Yeah, he could just blow up everything if he wanted to, but that's not fun, so... Oh, where's the fun and all that? I don't know why, I feel like he would have, like... He... If he was in a dub, I feel like he would have, like, a Team Four Star Frieza voice. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Well, like, I'm thinking, like, maybe Frieza, but not, like... Not the current voice. Cause I feel like that's a bit too menacing. I feel like he would definitely be like the playful type of Frieza. Mm -hmm. So yeah, any thoughts on episodes so, before this one as you've been catching up? Uh, I like the natural progression of, of the story so far. Uh, I find it cute that Rita was in prison just because she wanted some time off. That was funny. Yep. Um, it was a bit surprising to actually think about it. I'm like, hot oh, damn, it's been like... It's been a few episodes since we've gotten actual King Oger. There there was a few episode stretch where there were no Megazord fights. Like, throughout the entire month of September, they never brought out King Oger. Um, Which is a weird move to make when you make the weird... <laughs> the, the strange choice of having your Sentai name and your Megazord name be the same thing. Yeah, it, it sometimes can be a bit confusing. Are they written well, with the same kana and everything, or is it different well, different well, letters? Rather, it's they are the Osa they are the Osama Sentai who are the guardians of King Oger. Because, like in this episode and in other episodes, they've just been their group. They refer to as Osama Sentai King Oger, but then for short, whenever they're just like in conversation, there's like we need to deploy the Osama Sentai, which is a weird thing because like. In previous Sentai, they refer to them by, like, the, the blank ranger names, but now they've been referring to them as the Osama Sentai, which is the thing not a lot of Sentai do, I think. They refer to themselves as a group instead of individuals. Yeah. Also, yeah, the fact it. that the freaking ninja dude was able to Gorma? switch all their... Yeah, Gorma was able to swap all their minds around without even, like, doing a thing to them. Yeah. Okay, so I have to quickly give this show fucking credit, so or this episode credit. It redeemed the the episode we were going to deem non-canon. Yeah. So, yeah, well, but they fixed it. All they, of their. I I'm they so happy they fixed what I've been so angry about for the last. Thank what, you. I have bit. no idea why. And like. Okay, so. Like, I, 
I've been ranting about it on the last couple episodes, but basically the decisions they made when Hirubiru started manipulating everyone with regards to like what they publicly broadcast with the whole like, oh, the Bugnarok are evil again. I was militantly against that. Well, was that Jeremy's true intention? Like not, not true intentions, but he just wanted everyone to sort of be at ease while they take care of the bigger friend. No, I know. And so I, he, he's willing to take the fall. I'm not going to talk about it again because I talked about it in, in great detail two weeks ago. And then I talked about it again last week. So I'm not going to go into detail now. But what's important is this episode fixed it. Thank fuck. Also just insane. I think like it's really hard to choose a favorite part, but it might have been when Gira had this huge brain blast of figuring out what was going on with that and he was just like, I don't get it. I oh, love yeah, it. Was the second time he's done that. I love that they did the brain blast yeah. bit again and I know, I know they're going to do it a third time later. <laughs> I hope so. It's good. I don't get it. Uh... <laughs> Gira, you're we're trying to tell you your brother's alive. I don't get it! <laughs> yeah, I hope so. This episode proved yet again that the other King Ogers are criminal fucking masterminds. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, all this shit's happening. And I'm just sitting here again like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing all this? And then, like, First and then of they, all, we they have come to, out. Like yeah, yeah, they come out that they we have, have a plan, the and I'm just like, okay. All right, we're we're, we're going we we're going back and forth. We're going back and forth. Let's let's try and get things a little bit in order here. So the episode opens with where the last one ended with uh, Jeremy's mom, whose name is Nafila, apparently, basically hugging Jeremy and pleading for help, and then Doug Doug shows up. Surprise prank! Here she is in figure form. <laughs> We're gonna sick her and she got him tomorrow. Have fun. And then we get Mr. Popo voice. And so as just hi, I have her now. Hi. I kind of know you're talking about me, maggots. So now we can call him Mr. Dodo. Mr. Dodo. Have you met Have you met our leader, Mr. Dodo? I will say I will say one thing about Dag, Doug Dead that is really fucking throwing me off is I when he talks, I don't know where to look. I can't tell if like the orange part that looks like a pompadour is supposed to be his face. I can't tell if the like black parts between the the orange and the white pl faceplate is supposed to be his eyes. I can't uh -oh, tell I, what his face is. I, I like it because you know. He's an alien. No, that's just, that's what's great about it, but it's just really exactly. weird. Although I just made me think of the Futurama thing. Here's your here's your delivery, sir. Why are you talking to my penis? <laughs> <laughs> his nose is apparently his penis. Yeah, and I thank you, Decker, for showing me a, a good close-up shot because I've been trying to get a good look at what the fuck is in his like helmet. And it that's looks him. like it, it. It is some sort of tiny organism, and I guess that's his like inner. I guess that's his inner core. I'm assuming that will be how, how we end up killing him. Yeah, that's the thing that I was wondering as well. Like, the dude can travel throughout space, make people suffocate, have their own little like breathable atmosphere around themselves. Oh my god! 
god how broken is this guy going to be to the point he's, where how do we actually beat him he's dr manhattan <laughs> He's just no, gonna kill himself and legit, leave. Legit, yeah, like he's legit Doctor Manhattan. Tell us, Dodo, what happens to a god when he dies? <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it's like it's like when it's like when fucking Ozymandias like tries to kill Doctor Manhattan with the way that he got created, and literally he's like, "That's the first fucking trick I learned, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. But yeah, so uh, as as Jeremy is moping in his moping hammock again, yeah, I was like, yeah, get the moping hammock. He uh, he tells us the story of his mom and how she was yeah. so fucking broken that she soloed Diagorg during the Bugnarok Rebellion. Yeah, also, okay. you, you can tell they didn't want to bring Diagorg's voice actor back because all he did was grunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She fucking solo killed Diagorg, and that pissed off the rest of the Bugnarok so much that they grouped up and murdered her. <laughs> they didn't want to rule under a woman. No. Well, what? just... No, that's terrible. That's probably the truth. I, I will say this. I While I don't personally share in it, I completely understand the fandom thirsting for Nephilia because god damn those high kicks. Yeah, that's, that's a dude underneath the suit, guys. Come on. <laughs> Probably. You know, you know what? Time to look it up. What's your name again? <laughs> Nephilia. Uh, You're going to look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to look this up, find this out, and completely ruin this for the entire fandom. <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm doing right now. So anyways, they killed Necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is the, what what is the definition that. of Necrophilia? No, no. It's what they do because she's a zombie. <laughs> it, means being, it, means be, it means being sexually attracted to corpses. Yeah, yeah it's when you fuck dead people. Which is, which is in fact <laughs> what, the, what the fandom is doing because she's a fucking zombie in this episode. If you like necrophilia, you're a necrophiliac. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jerry's telling you to stop. I don't want to go. Well, no, he's looking at the suit. He's looking at the suit actor of her. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyway, oh, so God. so they realize, oh, Doug Dead must be watching us all the fucking time. <laughs> so each of the four, the the other King Odras, ex all except for Gira, because he's an idiot, they all realize. <laughs> If he's watching, we need to put on a show for him. And Fucking so Rita with the Rita the, with the Mofoon shit. The oh, infighting man. starts. I and just love how it's like, oh, we're gonna we're, you can meet the the voice actor of Mofoon and then here's the new episode and then she's so into it that they just put her in a little cage that just descends. Here's the thing. I felt so called out I felt so called out by this. No, they bribed her with the fucking with the voice actor Mofu and she's like she's like, it's illegal to take from a bribe. Oh my hand slipped. You know what my favorite part of all of you first thing over her? There you go. Are you there serious? You yeah, yeah, of course it's the dude. <laughs> Best known for being pink and yellow rangers. Yep. Mostly yellow rangers. <laughs> Why did you get on this bandwagon? Because I knew. I what's, knew the truth. What's the name? What's the suit actor's name? 
Oh, 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 so the actor's name is Yuchi Hachisuka. <laughs> All right, awesome. <laughs> There's your, there's, your, there's your necrophilia suit actor, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. No, stop saying that. That's what Stop saying. <laughs> okay. No. As, as Bender said, you should say something else. Antiquan? It says in his description, he often plays female rangers and non-human villainesses. The spider mommy has a speedus. You see, it puts a pixelations every time she raises her leg. I'm just pixelating. Oh, oh no! I saw people fucking simping over this fucking character, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not getting in on this. No way. <laughs> Okay, we need to move on. So, the whole bit with Jimeno and Rita, my favorite part of this is when Jimeno offers to have Rita meet the voice actor for Mofun, Fotsuka Fortune. I hope someone besides me picked up on that, because that was a reference to Mofun's actual voice actor, Otsuka Hochu. Oh, I didn't know that. Fotska Fortune, Otska Hochu. The names were similar on purpose. Speaking of which, are we going to talk about the Mofu and Me mini episodes as a feature topic? No. You're the one running the schedule. Eh, I guess we could. I loved what she like. She gets into the cage, and like Gira just tries to like freaking go to go to her, and she, she just slams, slams the cage. Like fuck away. off! I'm watching yeah, Muffin. <laughs> that was that was that's that's me. Literally, any time an episode of Ahsoka aired, I was just leave me alone. I need to watch Ahsoka. Yeah, for me, it's for me, it's Loki. Yep, Loki season, Loki season two now on Disney Plus. Yeah. Hail the aliens! Hail TV the aliens! Hail the aliens. Ventura! Ventura! Yeah, that's when I was starting to like kind of lose interest because like I was like Kagaragi, what the fuck are you doing? And then oh. Himeno gets involved. And I'm like, what the yeah, fuck I are know. you doing? The funniest yeah, shit! Oh, 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 they're fucking. Kagaragi's no. like, I'm trying to contact the aliens so we can surrender. <laughs> They've already been in each other's bodies. Mentally. True. Oh, guard. Last week's episode proved that Rita and Jimeno's ship is real. Also, where, like where's Kagaragi's sister? How Yanma and, um, y Yanma and, and, uh, Jeremy were gonna duel, but they needed a judge. So instead, they just decided to just sit up there and wait the entire time. Yeah, and you- when Gira comes, he gets in between them like Ash and Coco on the first movie, and they just both punch him in the face. I was gonna reference that the double funny. whammy from the Mighty Morphin movie. Double whammy, you're on. You're on. Oh, yeah, that too. I don't know why. I saw them too, and like I've been watching the DBZ commentaries from Team Four Star. I'm just saying, just hey, why don't you fight me? Well, we've never fought before. Wait, really? What about your dumb friend? Oh, right. So I'm just picturing like like Yanma and Jeremy just being like So if I want to fight, oh thank god I've been wanting you to ask me that. 
Just I've been waiting two years for this motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, my my one my one issue, if I had to take an issue with the whole Yanma and Jeremy want to duel, but they're waiting for Rita instead of one of them walking back in and getting her. Well, she's too busy watching Mofu. But they yeah. don't know that. They know what time it is. It's Mofu time. <laughs> I did. They, they just have a clock written on their hands. Mofun times. I don't know why, but like the the whole thing with Rita, like fuck off, I'm watching Mofun. The vibe I get from that reminds me of this one robot chicken sketch where it's Ashton Kutcher. Fuck off, I'm watching TiVo. Oh no 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 no! It's you can take your party and shove it up your ass. I'm watching TiVo. That's it. <laughs> Oh, according to Decker, uh, apparently the suit actor is wrong. Damn, we arranged our wiki for having things wrong. Oh, so we were wrong? Yeah, we're wrong. It is a, it is a woman. It is a woman, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, fine. Your thirst is valid, fandom. Your, your, your thirst is valid, but I will still continue to have no part in it. Apologies for the incorrection, incorrectness, but at least we corrected it mid-episode. Enjoy, enjoy your necrophilia, everybody. <laughs> she is dead, so that is necrophilia. Yeah, exactly, so that, that yeah. is still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just got here. <laughs> Who's in the washroom then? That's a clerk's reference. Uh, so yeah, uh, so the giant zombie. Well, before, before that, one more, before that, one more thing I wanted to mention. Like I, I fucking love the absolute shade. So like when so Kagaragi's doing his Ventura, and then when we cut back to them, Himeno is joined in because she's trying to get contact with Brody, <laughs> and Kagaragi's like, well. The only difference between you, what you're doing, and manure is at least manure is nutritious for plants. <laughs> like, yeah. oh! Oh, damn! The shade! <laughs> oh, they're definitely gonna end up together. Oh, they fucking... <laughs> like I said, they've already been in each other's heads. Yeah. They've already been to each other mentally. They've been in oh, each yeah, other's that bodies. Reminds, that, reminds, that reminds me of an arc in One Piece where, like, the Straw Hats got their bodies swapped, and so Sanji ended up in Nami's body, and just oh, Nami's God. like... Nami's like, what did you do in my body, Sanji? What didn't I do, Nami? <laughs> I'm sorry, but all I can think of is the Scooby-Doo movie with the I can look at myself naked. <laughs> True. It's so, it's so funny, too. Because I'm not Freddy Daphne. Because Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. and uh, Michelle Sarah Michelle Geller are married in real life. So Daphne yeah. and Fred got married together. Yeah. Where's my Scooby Doo three with the with the cast? I would watch right. the crap out of that. I I agree Anyways. with I agree with Jerry in our chat. Absolutely relatable moment is Grody crashing on the space couch. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like welcome back, Grody. I sleep now. I'm sleeping now. Also, I love that it's going back to the classic like villain like like villain roster of like you know suit 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 guy suit <laughs> real guy. You know what? I just I just reminded myself. So last week, because Ichi reminded me, the last week I meant to make comparisons that Grody reminded me of Frieza Amigo. Yeah, Amigo. Yeah, Frieza Amigo from Lucat. Can you imagine? It's like Dogo. Why are you doing this? I'm just an actor. <laughs> what? No, this is real. It's all special effects. It's my acting talent. 
Yeah. So anyway, everyone is doing this whole pretend to not get along thing. And then Nephila shows up at Shugadam already giant. No Shugad souls required, I guess. It's space technology. Uh, and then uh, while Gira <laughs> is floundering around because no one will come to his aid, everyone shows up and goes, congrats, bro, you got planked. And yeah, they like, they, like hold, held up signs that said, like, you got punk. And they shoot confetti at him through one of the TVs somehow. Yes, he also has that confetti on him for the entire rest of the scene as he's staring at them, just dripping with confetti. Or streamers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, he's just so fucking fed up, he's just like, guys are fucking boring, he just leaves. <laughs> and then we get the scene that brought me such vindication where they admit over broadcast to the entire world that the broadcast they did before was a fabrication. It was a lie. The Bugnarok are not evil again. It's this guy. It's his fault. Hate him. Jeremy is still part of the team. We are all friends. Thank you, Thank Thank you, you so Thank much you. for fixing this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Today, we're taking back our independence. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're just gonna see the freaking, um, we're just gonna see like the fucking what's his face that like once you got him, uh, guy like the, the dude. He's just gonna make the sacrifice. <laughs> Hello, aliens on back. No, 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 that's gonna be Raculus. We're gonna find out he's like freaking a hermit in a cave somewhere. And he's gonna take God God King Ojo Zero or something towards the spaceship. Just I back and blows it up. Still holding hope, he's not dead. It's like, a he has a beard and everything, just like like hermit like he doesn't even know how to speak anymore. Just he's being held up in tofu. The fact me. that they chose to deploy full on like God King Oger was extra funny this episode considering 10 minutes ago they've hurried the entire population of Shugadam into the castle. Mm. Everyone's <laughs> working together. So as God King Oger is moving around fighting everyone in Shugadam is inside the castle being thrown the fuck around. <laughs> I would hate to be the person taking a piss. <laughs> Just a bunch of people are just rolling in the hallways like no! <laughs> Oh my god. Oh because you know Jeez. they don't have the same shit that like the Deca base did where like people will be strapped into the walls or whatever the fuck they yeah, did. Yeah, full, full lockdown. <laughs> oh oh man. man. And but then we get this like nice and and loving moment where where Jeremy tells his mom that he loves her right before they have a quieted version of the Hisatsu scene where they basically put her to rest. Yeah. So apparently the the, the moment he knew that that it wasn't his actual mom because was because he's like yeah this was a moment this thing was a memento from her because like I took it off of her body when she I, died. I think part of that which they didn't really highlight as much as I think they should have is that one line where he says I, I my mother was warm and I think the implication there is that like since she's a zombie when she hugged him at the start of the episode she was probably yeah. not warm. Probably cold. Oh, okay. Be, you know, being a corpse. A corpse. Yeah. Got a bit of a corpse face. <laughs> so yeah, they 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 put Jeremy's mom to rest by fucking exploding her. 
And she's just like, I love you, Jeremy. Ah! <laughs> and then Jer Jeremy, I nailed it. Uh, and then Dagwood shows up bored and angry and tosses everyone into portals. And the logic of this scene is literally breaks down into, I will send you to the worst place possible, modern Japan. I love the meme you made where it was Dom Brothers. I, I didn't make no. that. Someone else posted that. No. Oh, okay. But they have everything in the back. <laughs> so yeah, the the King Ogres show up in modern Japan. And I love that we thought that it was going to be the other way around where Kill Red was going to show up in TQ. I don't know why I didn't sense. think this was going to happen because, like, when the show started, we suspected that at some point they would pull a Q Ranger and, like, they would show up in the modern world, like, the normal Earth setting, quote-unquote, like Tokyo or whatever, and the show would just continue from there. Because that's what... part of a crossover makes a lot of sense. The, if they were going to do it at all, where they do King Ojo episodes in the actual real world, this was the best possible way to do it. This is fucking Agreed. genius. Yeah. I and agree. Like, and like I said, this is this is how powerful the guy is. He flung them all to Earth. Yep. Like it was nothing. Like, hell, they're probably in like another universe, for all we know. My, my question is... So their planet is called Chiku. So is there going to be co confusion about the fact that they are teleported to the planet Earth, which is referred to by the name Chiku in Japanese? Oh no! Yeah, no I'm, just, I, I'm just expecting the fact of like, Gear is going to be that idiot to walk up to the first person he sees and just enunciate every word. <laughs> as if they don't understand them. Oh man! Right? I, just, I like how in the in the preview we have what appears to be Kagaragi being being interested in grapes, which suggests they don't have grapes on GQ. I don't know. Just, just wow! This is really cool. Yeah, it's nice. Guys, what's that? This look over at bus station. Osama Sentai. <laughs> An ad for King Ojo. What the fuck? <laughs> they just, it's like a Digimon Tamers thing where it's like our show is a sh our, our world is a show in this world or rather just I hate to go with that movie but we're coming out on Divida what's Divida? I don't know of course I don't don't start <laughs> or it's like huh, this, or, uh, this planet seems to be fine what could possibly go wrong you just hear Godzilla in the background Oh shit! Oh, it's Shin Godzilla. We appear to be on planet. Oh, more shit. We appear to be on planet Earth. Earth. Oh yeah. Isn't that where Elvis is from? You guys have Elvis? He didn't die. He went home. Yeah. I like the weird, um, the weird um, continuity of various universes that Elvis was an alien. I guess. I like the movie where Elvis fought a mummy. Oh, Baba Hotep. I've never actually yeah. seen it. I don't know it exists. I, I just I just think it's weird seeing them in like modern day Japan. Yeah. 
But that yeah, just so, looks weird. So next two episodes are gonna be the Kyoryuger crossover arc, and I'm excited. Oh, it's gonna be dope. Can't wait. Watch like Gira just be all for the dancing. I know nothing about 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 this this season except they used batteries and it became Dino Charge and uh, I I, uh, I the. I I will fill you in when we uh when okay. we do next week's episode. There isn't really a I, lot I you need to know about Kyoryuger. Uh, yeah. There are some things. There's there's things, but it's not like heavy deep like this is a completely different world where things with its own like customs and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, but but like you know, like just explain like who some characters are and yeah. what their whole thing is. Yep. All right. Let's get into but, our Speaking of heroes being trans well, speaking of interdimensional beings being sent to Earth, let's get into our feature topic. That was a terrible segue. Okay, it was good. Squad Law, I am on. Alright, uh, will you be joining us for the topic, Emily, or? Nope, I did not watch it, I apologize. Yeah, you do. Okay, thank you for having me. I'm sorry if the sound quality wasn't as good tonight. Um, That's okay. Yeah, take care, everybody. Bye. All right, bye-bye. The year was 1994. Back when the kids were jiggy with it. (laughs) Uh, We had a Metal Hero show. It was called Blue Swat. Uh, and despite some of its experimentation with being made for a slightly older demographic, you know, eight to ten year olds, it didn't do well with toy sales. So, in which Metal Hero was somewhat in a slump in terms of toy sales. So Bandai went towards their other most popular franchise at the time, Super Sentai, and basically, like. They took some concepts from Super Sentai and put them into the next Metal Hero show. So Juko B-Fighter is the equivalent of, hey, can I borrow your homework? Sure, just change things around a bit. <sighs> my my, The first thing I have to say after watching B-Fighter and preparing for this episode is, I don't think I've heard another show in all of Tokusatsu say its own name so many fucking times. Yeah, wow. I am now sick to death of the words Juko B-Fighter. Alright, how about we call it Beetle Fighter? I, I shit you not, the, I timed this so perfectly when I was watching the episodes that after I was finished watching B-Fighter, I had enough time to watch, to, to cleanse my palate by watching the first two episodes of Beetleborgs. I needed to cleanse my palate. <laughs> You're just watching it. The fuck is this shit? This this show is so like Showa era bland and flavorless that I needed something else. Don't worry, it's there's a reason why we call it boring fighter. I can see that I... in the chat. Say I was not ready for fucking Beetle Yoda over here. <laughs> the Sage Guru. What the fuck? 
weird little Yoda fucking beetle man. Yeah, with a Lorax. He's Lorax. Yeah, he's Lorax. I, I am the guru. I speak for the hero. He's the Thor. He's the Thorax. <laughs> I like that. I like my faces over to the thumbnail somewhere. Okay. He's the Garu. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, I couldn't find who his suit actor was. Oh yeah. Definitely someone in that. Yeah, because we see that thing walking. Oh. <laughs> sure, it's not like a robot. I'm sure it, it was. It was Bandai Ichi, or, or not Bandai, it was Koei. We don't have that money yet. So anyway, this series opens with the Wrath of God from King Ogre, a.k.a. a plague of insects swarming the planet. Yeah, for real. Apparently it's because the insects and animals of the Earth sense the incoming invaders from another dimension and they're preparing to fight them to defend the planet. As you know, insects do. I like that our main character, uh, Kai, he asked Guru, just, what about the humans? Fuck the humans. <laughs> we, our three, don't deserve to help. Our three main protagonists are Takuya Kai, an entomologist, which means he's an expert on insects, Rei Hayama, a dolphin trainer, and, Sai and Daisaku Katagiri, an arborist, who can sense that the trees are scared. He, he, he is the real Lorax. He speaks to fucking trees. He does speak for the trees, apparently. They're, and you, you want to know how bland these guys are? I can't remember their names. I Every had week to, when we watch this show, I I don't remember. Their I names. had to write them down because I could I would Same. not remember them. I'm surprised that the the like the guy who was like heading the 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 suits or whatever like that. I thought oh, Professor I thought Kenzo. Professor no, 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 Big Ears, no, no, no. like like like, like blue bead. I thought he was the going to be the green one. I thought oh the no, bigger, taller guy was the blue one. No, so uh, no, it's 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 consistent. It's uh, consistent with Beetleborgs because Roland was the green one and he was taller than Drew. <laughs> so did you guys rec recognize the professor of the of the show? No, you mean Professor Big Ears? Uh, yeah, um, he looks you know, familiar. He, uh, he's the last ninja. Oh, he's grandpa. What? <laughs> yeah. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Takaharu's stories about him talking to aliens are true. <laughs> <laughs> Invaders from another dimension. Yep, the interdimensional invasion army. Jamal. <laughs> The, the evil alien army's name Jamal. <laughs> Jamal is nuts. <laughs> uh, I will say though, there was one thing I didn't know about B Fire that was pretty cool. I didn't know that they were like original. Oh, like, like biotech just, like, suits. Yeah, like blank ass. They had like suits, normal like ass suits. fucking metal ro metal robot metal here Gavon fucking oh. suits. <laughs> Holy shit, that is him. Oh my Holy god, god Captain Big Ears. Yeah, look at these suits. Yeah, they just look like cool. generic Metal Hero suits before they get infused with the insect life force. Oh um, my god. Uh, of course he would. So yeah, we, we, um, we get to meet our villains, uh, Vexor, Jara, Noxic, and Typhus. And by that, <laughs> I mean Gaom. 
Jera, Schwartz, and Gigaro. I fucking, I, I fucking love that almost all of them get like actual different names, but then Jera just got turned into Jara. <laughs> they laced so hard with the female villain. Wow. Also, yeah, I gotta say, like, the inconsistency in their names bothers me. Yes, like, you have yes. Blue Beat, G Stag, and then Reddle. Yes. Like, why we... could it just been like Blue Beat, yep. Green Beat, Red Beat? No, nope, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. We, we, talk, we talk about this on the streams. It's like, why are their names all different? And the only theory that I have is since they're technically alive, they're, they're your own people. I guess. Also, also, fucking, they would do like the shot where like they would summon their weapons, they'd do their weapon, like show their weapons. Oh, the like, stinger weapons. Shot, and then they would individually do another motion and then sign off their fucking na weapon names. I'm like, okay, guys, you don't have to do this every time. Yeah, like they would, <laughs> the weapon would appear, they would close their fist to grab it, pull it out from behind their back, then they would like whip them off to the side and then close their fist and grab the weapon again and then whip it in front of them to show it off. And like, for green stag instead of I, G stag. I love that, like, the blue one gets a fucking sword that spins and can be used like a drill. The red one gets like a laser blaster that can spin to like change the Plasmar. pattern of its attacks. And the green one gets a claw that can kind of grab you or just bonk you. Now, I mean, that's why they gave him super speed and beat him. Now, now I will say, I will say this though, the freaking B fighter suits. Oh my god, they, they're so good looking. Oh, the suits are amazing. That was never in question. Fantastic. Design. That's probably the so only part of this show I liked is the suits are great. And the yeah, weapon look at those. The, as impractical as Green's weapon is, I will say that on a whole, the Stinger weapons do look cool. Also, so yeah, I didn't One thing I wanted this may sound stupid but I just want to get this out of the way. So blue is a Kabuto beetle, green is a Kuagata. What the fuck insect is red? Ladybug. Is it? Because that's yeah, not because that's oh, not no, clear. No, no, sorry, Fe sorry, female Kabuto. Because yeah, because every time she yeah, attacked, whenever she attacked, they also showed a Kabuto beetle, and I'm like, are they both Kabuto beetles? Is blue and red both Kabuto beetles? Is that allowed? Male and female. It's different. It's kind of like the red bastion and blue bastion. Technically different. Also, like, okay, I know, I, I, I know this is an insect-themed Metal Hero series, but my god, would they were like, insects are fucking important creatures too. I, I will forgive you for harming all these insects. I'm like, who fucking cares? Insects are fucking scary and well, ugly and I hate them. <laughs> yes, but we have to keep in mind that the main character, the blue guy, is an entomologist, so already he's predisposed to being to caring about insects more than most people. They're also trying to target a younger demographic who are into the, bug catching. And then they have to like get sent to like another dimension every time they fight. Like that's weird. <laughs> the the yeah, Gaum so Zone, <laughs> aka Rita's Dark Dimension. 
Yeah, a super dimensional battlefield where the energy conversion rates of the Jamal monsters rises, allowing them to demonstrate their strongest powers as other dimensional warriors. That sounds like something on a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I will say the fight in the Gaum zone in episode two was actually pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> Which, like they do it all the fucking time. Oh, oh yeah, next next week Decker's joining us for the for like the worst episodes in the first half. <laughs> oh great. Oh, no. But thankfully like I think it's like by episode seventeen the show finally starts to course correct itself. I, li I like the Dragon Borgs played by like a white guy in the show. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I like that. Yeah, that's why, like, I like that. I like, I like that throughout the show. Like, they add like more of them. That's really cool. Like, there's more bug themed metal heroes. I will say one thing oh, about that, about that's different. That's that's the sequel. Oh, another thing that I did kind of like about this series compared to uh, Beetleborgs is when when Sage Guru used the insect life force to power up the armor, the armor is actually apparently alive or sentient in some capacity, and that yeah. actually perfectly explained, like, when the, the heroes transformed or where they were given the armor the first time, they immediately start, like, doing the poses and fighting, and, like... <laughs> It's a thing where, like, why do they know how to do that already? But this show actually kind of explained it away by saying, like, oh, the suits are alive. So, like, the life force inside the suits knows how to use it in a way. Debut episode, like, the first time they transform properly and they, like, go to fight a monster. Like, you know, they kick ass for a little bit because, like, the suits are running on autopilot. And then, like, the rest of the episode is just them getting their fucking shit kicked in. And I oh, was yeah. like, oh, our <laughs> heroes, everybody. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh. And but then, like, I can, I can tell, I can tell, like, it was so weird. I hope Ichi agrees with me on this. Like, hoping to notice, too. But, like, when you see them, like, fighting in the d other dimension and they're, like, getting their asses kicked, like, they're not saying anything, but, like, I can tell that probably if you watch an episode of Beetleborgs and they're using this footage, they're talking over this footage. Probably. <laughs> so... I have. Hey, where we're going? I don't know. Whoa! 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 Yeah, exactly. One, one thing that I noticed, the shot where they get, like, captured and taken into the Gaum zone, and then you see, like, the flat image of them, like, as they vanish up into, like, the... And then it comes back out as they, like, and, go into the zone. And two called It Wants Its Special Effect Back. That, rem yeah. that reminded me of the, like, comic book style effects that Beetleborgs would use when they transformed, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what they do with fucking uh, what was his name? Mucus in the metallics. Mucus. Oh, Mucus. Oh, yeah, I want to see what Mucus is like in <laughs> I, I think they're like ancient dinosaur people. Oh yeah, we knew that. Well, one so... of them's a mantis, and the other's a fish. Oh, 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 oh ancient prehistoric. People. Yeah, prehistoric, prehistoric creatures of some kind. Just, just but uh take over the earth so yeah the the plot if you can call it that is the aliens invade they set up their base by turning half of a city block into a fucking desert they kidnap a bunch is pretty fucking cool i love their fucking hand. ship as this giant flying hand <laughs> it, may, it, may, it makes sense later on don't worry okay okay it reminded oh, me of the. Like, is it like? Is it part of like a bigger thing? Oh, kinda, oh, kinda. it's part of a bigger thing. Oh shit! I love that the hand that. opened and there was like an eye in it. I'm like, oh look, it's the Doga hammer. Also, in case in case you guys were wondering, they took over the Japanese government building. Yes, I recognize that building from Digimon Tamers. 
<laughs> you know, the building where everyone has to do their taxes. Yep. So everyone's sort of cheering when that thing's gone. The tax building, perfect for our evil base. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, the idea is they, they take over, they set up their base, they kidnap a bunch of people, including the green dude's sister, and they like hypnotize them and turn them into cult mooks with an evil song that they play for them. Listen to the melody of the Jamal. And I, I love it's so weird to say loud. It's it's so funny because like they th as they listen to the melody and they get transformed and they start going out into the world and doing evil shit. So one would assume that once they've left the base, the melody is no longer audible to them. But apparently, in episode two, once Blue Guy destroys the machine that's playing the song, that the cult mooks can no longer hear because they're way off in the distance away doing evil shit, that apparently turns off the spell. The fact that they can no longer hear the song they're already not hearing because they're too far oh, yeah. away. Oh, yeah, but then, you know, they get these new, like, mook costumes, and then what What do they do in their debut? They frolic. They frolic in the <laughs> I fucking like, love that, like, when they've ca and this one scene where they captured red and green before they get their first transformations, and like they're captured, and then we cut away, and then we cut back to them. They're like crucified, and the mooks that capture them are just having a fucking ritual party dance. Like le legit, this was pro this was my reaction to like seeing them seeing them fucking frolicking in the street to like music like this. Hang on, it's Dancing it's in the that's street! That's my reaction. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the only face I could think of I was probably making when I saw it. I was like, what? You know what, that, that's the perfect face that describes this show. <laughs> I, I will say, probably the most entertaining thing was, like, the guy's sister just trying to, like, choke him to death. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> that was, that was Okay, okay, you know what? Take the full context of this scene. Like, like a... Ice Cube is the fans. Queen Latifah is like uh, the studio. Beetle works in Juco B Fighter. Do you two know each other? No. <laughs> nope. Oh my god. How you doing, Kay? Uh, I also How you doing, Kai? <laughs> I also love that like they they when they're fighting they show off the input magnum. And, like, presumably it's got lots of different attacks that all have their own button combination. But in these two episodes, the only ones we see are 110 for beam and 119 for freeze. I, I, do, I, one. I do like their blasters have, like, like number dials so you can, like, input, like, combinations. That's cool. Someone was selling that at TFCon this year. I nice. wonder if that's where they if that's where Fi's got inspiration. Maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I, I know in Beetleborgs they had to change the colors to like. Oh, oh I forgot like, about those! Oh, I forgot no. about those! Because they had to get around the fact that it looks like a gun. Well, it's going to look like a gun. But, it's, but, a gun. You know, it's still a gun, even though it's pink and purple. But they didn't edit the source material. It's like, it's like the guns would swap between colors. A thousand amazing sounds! <laughs> I mean, I guess. Here's a sound. Just fucking throw it, throw it into the garbage. How, ma how many sounds do you think in this thing are just the same sound? 
it just it honestly 20. this thing this thing reminds me of when they released like the morphin blaster for beast morphers like, <laughs> oh the, the biggest sin ah yes the fisher price morpher yeah it, look, it looks like a water gun <laughs> like it's so stupid it's a super stoker oh you should see what they did with the mosa changer oh god oh, no um, I love that like the ending song in the episode plays this gentle calming music while the shots of aliens blowing up the city are on screen oh uh, uh speaking of music the opening uh, the singer went on to do the Go Go 5 opening nice and he's also the singer for the Agito opening why is the fucking real soul backwards in that changer <laughs> Fucking god! Oh yeah, that's awful. Yeah, here's the here's the here's the DX one we got for. for I have it. It's on my shelf right now. They inverse the colors. Well, the the head rotates, so that can be fixed. Uh, but like, the but like the, oh the Megazord head on the back of the Ryusol is on the front. Like they flipped the they mirrored the Ryusol for some reason. Uh. Or like it's just backwards. What it goes in the wrong way. Us <laughs> react. <laughs> the fucking action shot of the child. It's terrible. It's terrible. Power Rangers. Oh god. Is that the key? That looks so awful. Anything. Oh no, they don't do the flip gimmick. Oh, that's they the show that does it. That's fucking half the fun of the Rusols. They're my favorite Sentai gimmick. What else was there? Um... Nothing. Nothing. They they repeated the same shit in the battle sequence. They went through another dimension. They came oh, back. They gave. Oh, oh, oh. They you gave ha the. You haven't seen nothing. Yet. They gave the child a gun in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> also. Heavy Heavy Snake was awesome, not only for what he was, but like I don't think Beetleborg showed us the second form he had when the like green no. thing came off his head. I'm sorry, but I looked at the snake monster in the center, and all I could think about was the inside of a vagina. That's <laughs> all I could think of my head the whole time. I'm sorry. I'm so glad Emily's not here to hear Looks that. Looks like Nafila's not the only monster. The I can't help it. That's what I saw. <laughs> I think uh, the think the red part on his chest was supposed to be a tongue. It's not what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a giant one-eyed monster stepped right up and say the one-eyed monster. Yeah, look at that! Like you can't <laughs> tell me I'm not wrong. Uh, I will say Saberizer, whatever the fuck his name was. He was Saberizer! Cool <laughs> uh, the mercenary. That sounds like a Beetleborg's name. Yeah. <laughs> no, it reminds me of Super Silverizer! The Silver Samurizer from. Fuck, I can't believe they made it. But yeah, this thing's that. like second form didn't exist in Beetleborg's. What a ripoff! That's the one thing I thought was cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's luring oh, you, you know, in. So what I see. You know what I see. He's luring you in. 
Anyways, th- this 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 continues to be peak fucking <laughs> Poku monster design. So, <laughs> put that put that with the oh, snake oh, monster. Oh my go. goodness! Oh my goodness! It's Chuck Norris's chin as a monster. <laughs> he, can fist the, he, can, he can he can fist the snake mouth. Oh. oh. Man, I don't like any bad, part of that. Bad, bad image forever, kids. So You're I love, so I love that when they destroy the evil boombox and stop the melody, and like you see all the like cult mooks turning into people, and then like the, I think it was the third shot where the cult mooks are like doing the woo fucking move, and then they transition back into regular people, and then they're just doing regular now they're regular woobly woobly wooing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I couldn't figure it out but apparently Haruka's dad was played by Kenji Oba and I'm like hold on what? oh cool I don't think he was in I these episodes look at that. I, I, like, like apparently he was dad, co- so. like apparently he was covered in like heavy makeup or this or the wiki has it wrong and by wiki I mean the Japanese Wikipedia page oh probably <laughs> I'll I have no idea why, but like when they opened the door of like the the CGI barrier, the emblem on that door just straight up looked like the Abba Ranger emblem. Yeah. Anyways, B Fighter, it's like everything looks cool, but it's pretty pretty bland. Uh, it's just just like, yeah. So the the episode ends with like Haruka's pet Kabuto having like fucked off into the wilderness or something, and it's like, I wonder if my pet bug will come back to me. And Takio's reply is, as long as we fight the Jamal, you'll see your Kabuto again. And I'm like, so wait, you you're positing that the only reason that her pet would come back to her is only as long as we're fighting the evil space aliens. Alright. Interesting take. No I, think, no, I think Guru took it as like his camouflage because like Guru doesn't show up for several episodes. He only shows up as a beetle. Oh my wait, Kieran Ra- Kieran Ranger from Die Ranger had a twin brother? That was that's sick. You know you know what I think would have been a much better idea for Sage Guru and Haruka's pet beetle? If they were the same person. The same. If they were the same person. If if yeah. Sage Guru had been living as Haruka's pet in disguise and then revealed his well, secret identity. Well, that would mean Haruka would need to have been a prominent character. <laughs> Which I guess she's not. Uh, Haruka, episodes 1, 2, 43, 44. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I guess once we've saved her, she's no longer important, even though she's one of the main character's sisters. And her parents are only in these first two episodes, so they're probably fucking dead. Oh, so Kenji Oba was in these episodes? Haruka's father, Kenji Oba. I didn't even fucking notice him, so that shows you how prominent he was. Oh, and G-Stag was mega silver. That's cool. Uh, as, as Sal said in our chat, uh, I think you mean the Machine Empire General? <laughs> So yeah, uh, this this show also has two different actresses for Riddle. We'll get to that later. This really, really, (laughs) that that's a fucking coincidence. Are they two separate characters, or are they same character, different actresses? Two two separate characters. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) They didn't pull a Joe or a Divatox. 
No, but the fact that there's four different people. Oh my god. I still, can't, I still can't believe that in Red, one of the villains was the Green Beetle Boy. That's what I was I, saying. I, just remember, I remember being very confused as a kid, being like, why is the Green Beetle Borg evil? That's what I was saying. He's one of the Machine Empire generals. <laughs> uh, he's just pissed off that he's canceled. Why is Garak. Garak, that was his name. I don't think yeah, they said their names in the, in the episode. Why does Reddle look so fucking evil? That's what Gar was saying. <laughs> look so evil. Even Green's like, Reddle, you okay? Reddle, you, you look a little blood. So, yeah. Uh, bland start to a, to the show, but I'll say, I'll say it's within expectations, but it's Pretty bland so far. Gar, I can't believe you've doomed us to watch this show over the next month. Maybe Beef Fighter Cops will be better? Oh no, it's apparently much worse. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but, the, but the suits are cool. <laughs> According to some people, it's just Beef Fighter, but worse. Oh no, but there's more suits. <sighs> okay, well, we'll let you decide which is the better show, Beef Fighter or Beetleborgs? <laughs> I can already. Oh, I know your answer. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no, so far we've already confirmed Beetleborgs is. Beetleborgs is better. I can all, you know what? I'll also say Beetleborgs is better. It's it's more fun. The, the, the monsters and Flavor really make it like a really fun yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what it really is. It's all the adult actors in Beetleborgs that make that show entertaining. Like I said, <laughs> after I finished watching Bee Fighter, I had to watch the first two episodes of Beetleborgs to cleanse my soul. <laughs> cleanse your palate. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about the episode where they try to have the baby get into Hellhurst and Mums opens up the door and sees the baby. It was just like, nope, nope. closes the door. I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing I forgot about Beetleborgs. I forgot that in the first episode, Mums completely unravels his bandages and you see his like Grim Reaper ass form underneath that you never see again the rest of the show. Also, you can believe. see Flabber without his unpainted hands. <laughs> I still can't believe they did an episode where we saw Mums, like, before he became a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, we should watch Beetleworks. Hey, there he is. The Flab Man. I still have that Flabber doll sitting on my shelf. Oh, no, you're never getting rid of that. That's gotta stay. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's my curse! I kind of want to meet Jay Leno again. So. <laughs> that would be that would be the craziest Twitter? shit. I, no, that's that's the thing. Does Jay Leno know of Flabber's existence? Oh my god! Oh, that's the question to ask him. That's the question. You know what? I'll tweet at him right now. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's too busy being an old man and you know be, oogling over his giant car collection he has. <laughs> Hey, I also Google over his car collection. It's, it's, it's millions of dollars. It's great. All right. Anyways, I think we've been going on for like two hours now. Yep. <laughs> I would I like to end the episode now. So thank you all. That has been Castranger. All right. Well, I mean, this is no surprise, but GKI Radio sent that Ranger more goddamn B Fighter. <laughs> You didn't even write down <laughs> what episodes we're talking did, about. Did we, did we at least get this we will see Blackbeat in the third cool. week. In the third, third week. week. In the third week, 
you guys gotta see why we call it boring fighter what episodes um, because you didn't write them down i have to remember which ones they all <laughs> sort of blend together <laughs> oh, no. well i guess that makes things difficult for our audience to know what episodes to watch for next week I'll, t I'll tell them in the discord that you should be in here you go yeah, join our discord. all you need to know is watch all of b fighter and once you hit black beat you've gone too far <laughs> once you reach episode 15 you've gone too far so <laughs> watch up to episode 15 and you'll be good in a week have fun yeah that's possible that's like what three episodes a day yeah all right well anyways <laughs> Thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Oh, I need to do this thing that I haven't done in a couple weeks, which is uh, thank our patrons. Oh my god, we have patrons? Yeah, uh, thank you to our current active patrons, uh, Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, Midas, and uh, Zachary Cook. There's no like nickname on there for me to refer to, so I'm just going to say the name that's there. Also, Decker's going to join us for, for B-Fighter next week. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> he, he, he wants to be. He's a good All right. Our primary hijinks source is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find all of our Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Discord, merchandise, all of our cool shit. Thank you all yep. for dragging through this slog of a show with us. The month is just getting started, and the fact that we have to watch more of it is the scariest thing of all. Bye-bye! Mm. Like See you next week! Stay B-Fighter. Stay Sentai.